Welcome everyone back to episode two of the Footy LG Pod. I'm here, of course, with Tony. We're back for week two. Tony, we got a second episode, man. That's a good sign. Oh, it's always it's we got a really good run going here. <laughs> streak, you know, we're starting up a streak. We got two. Now this is our second one, and then hopefully next week we hit three. You know? Oh yeah, I know. We're sooner than <laughs> rather than later, we're gonna be at hundred. <laughs> hey, listen, you know, that, that's 100 weeks. That's two years. So I don't know about sooner rather than later, but, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there eventually. Fingers crossed. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Um, crazy week. Tons of stuff to talk about on this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. We got some TFC to talk about. We got, of course, the EPL had their kickoff weekend. We've got another great Toppins trash bin section for you guys. Uh, we got a big conspiracy theory that Tony um, uh, kind of shed some light on mm-hmm. to me, eh, Tony? Pretty yeah. nuts. You yes. won't believe what we found out. <laughs> oh, we, we we did some digging, and wow, it's crazy. And then yeah. we're going to end the show off this week talking a little Italian soccer. You know, Serie A <laughs> starts up this weekend. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that at the end. Obviously, I think Tony's going to take the reins more often than me there because as a resident Italian, he's going to know the most. But Tony, you ready to you ready to start going? 100%, man. Let's get this going. Let's go then. I, let, we got to start with TFC off the drop. What a great game, eh? 4-3 against Nashville. Um, should have been 4-1. Two of those goals were absolute yeah. poo, uh, and the ref should not have allowed them. But regardless, we escape with the three points in Nashville. Uh, how big of a win is that for TFC? I think it's a huge win because it's going to get that confidence rolling. Um, I mean, both are big signings, Insignia and Bernadeschi scored. So, yeah, especially for Insignia, I think he needed that goal really badly. And just a great game. I think we're going to be flying after this. So I saw a cool stat. I mean, everyone, like we said, I, I, listen, I was on the train too, and he had a slow start. I was a little worried. Um, but in his first game, he got an assist. And yeah. his fourth game, he got his first goal. You know who else did that? Giovinco. Sebastian Giovinco. <laughs> yeah. His first game, he had an assist. And his fourth game is when he got his first goal. And we all know how that worked out for us. So, oh, it's huge. <laughs> so, I, I, you're, you're, so I think, you know, no, t- no need to panic. No, not and. No. I, I think we're just going to be okay, and we need to keep this going. Hopefully, everyone stays healthy. Of course, Insignia has a family issue, so he dropped out of the yeah. All-Star game. I hope all the best to him and his family. Hopefully, yeah. he's good to go for us on Saturday, though, because we're going to need him. Yeah, it's a huge game Saturday, too. So we got to keep this ball rolling. And they got the playoffs, we got to keep winning, right? Yeah, and hey, we need to average two points to get into the playoffs, they said. And yeah. right now, we're averaging that with uh, Insignia, Bernadeschi, and the Italian boys here. But yeah. I kind of want to talk about a massive signing for Toronto FC. Richie Larea is back. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> not, o- not only is he back, he put his stamp on that game with an assist, to a gorgeous assist to Osorio, and he's the one that drew the penalty for Bernadeschi's third goal. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's like he was never gone. It's just like he stepped right in back to his comfort zone. Seriously, when was when was he signed? Like the Wednesday or Thursday, and then he started the Saturday? Yeah, I believe it was the Wednesday, and then the Thursday he came in uh, training. So, yeah. So, like, let, let me say this. Richie Larea is the piece that Toronto FC needed most, in my opinion. Yeah. I know your feelings about Cozy Thompson. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Richie on the right back, we or left back. No, it's right back. Crescito's the left back right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so again. Yeah, you're right. Richie on the right replacing Cozy Thompson is what we needed. Don't get me wrong. Cozy Thompson is a 19-year-old Canadian kid who has loads to offer in the future maybe. But on this team right now, we need someone who's going to make an impact. And Richie Larea did that immediately in the game on the weekend. 
he was constant in the attack i mean sure you're gonna look at the scoreboard and say oh well, you guys let three goals in again like i said two of them were soft ones that probably shouldn't have been called yeah. but they did and it happens but we still won but richie got involved with an assist He's constantly attacking on that wing. He's quick back. Like, that's exactly what we need. The only thing we're missing now, in my opinion, is a solid center back. I like the two that we have, in, or the three that McNaughton, Mavinga, and O'Neal. However, I one more starter one, I think, would make yeah. me feel a lot better. But other than that, I'm liking where TFC is right now. Yeah, and to add on the Larea point, um, the first three games of Bernadeschi and Kosi Thompson, you could see at moments Bernadeschi was – it was as if he was by himself on that wing. Kosi Thompson couldn't read what Bernadeschi was trying to do there. Now, I know he's young and everything, but Rich is a Rayo, and he's like, he fit in right in that system. Like, he just flew up that wing with Bernadeschi and allowed Bernadeschi to move in without having to worry about it. Like, it's it opened up the field completely for us, and all we need is anti K back, and I think this team is, this is a pretty, this is probably one of the best MLS teams put together at the moment. Yeah, you're right. With Mark Anthony K back back in the lineup for Jaden Nelson, I think that's exactly what they need to take to take that next step. And mm-hmm. that's the team. And you're right. I think if this team can sneak into the playoffs, watch out because they're yeah. making noise. Yeah, it's going to be tough to beat these guys when they're healthy. 100%. Looking forward to the game Saturday back at BMO Field. You'll be there. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. Wow, it's going to be a time. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on, though. That's a little bit of TFC. Let's talk... EPL opening weekend. What surprised you? What didn't? Um, let me hear it. I know you're going to get some jabs. <laughs> so what uh, didn't surprise me was the Eric Ten Hag debut at Man U. I had a feeling that Brighton was going to give him a tough time. And, of course, Man U, all this hype, stumbles out of the gate. And I think that's a huge loss compared to what everybody else was doing this weekend. Okay, first pause. It, <laughs> there was no hype at Man U. The only people hyping Man U were me and other Man U fans. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone had them six or even seventh at the, before the first weekend started. Now I know people are going to have them even lower. But listen, I, I can't defend what I saw. Mm-hmm. You look at that team. How do you have both McTominay and Fred still playing at the same time? I don't think either are good enough to start fully, but if you have to start one of them, there's no way you start both at the same time. Not when you have guys like Van de Beek on the bench. You got to do something else, man. These two in the midfield just don't work. And you know my feelings on Harry Maguire. But you know what's crazy? He was not the worst part of that game. No, he Um, wasn't. That's the sad part. That is the sad part. He wasn't the worst part of that game. Luke Shaw, I don't think deserves to be playing anymore. Let me see that Malakia, Malasia guy, whatever his name is. Um, it's it's so difficult watching this team. You also got him playing Erickson up front. Like I get Martial's hurt, but you know, if only they had a good striker on the bench who's mm-hmm. notoriously good at scoring goals. Oh, wait, they did. Cristiano Ronaldo was on that bench. Um, and they didn't play him at the beginning. They subbed him in. And after they subbed him in, when did they score a goal? Boom. Rashford is an absolute bum. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry for anyone who likes him. He's a great human being. He's yeah. absolutely not good enough to be on this Manchester United starting for a, a top six team in the EPL right now. I, I think that. I think that um that penalty kick in the Euro final destroyed him. Mm-hmm. 
And it's sad to see, but he missed so many sitters. Like, And this is where everyone always trips Ronaldo for saying, okay, he's not an assist guy. How can he be the GOAT? He never makes his team better. Watch games with Man U. This guy should have hundreds of assists. He puts the ball <laughs> on a platter for some of these guys who just absolutely miss the net. They're a bunch of bums, and they need to finish off these chances. Because you know what? People are going to start blaming Ronaldo. It's not his fault. People are going to start blaming Ten Hag. You know what? It could be his fault because he's playing these bums. But if you want to blame one person, blame the owners, the Glazers. They're absolutely the worst owners in sports. They look at this team and they think it's good enough to go out there and win games. And it's just not good enough anymore. I, I don't know what else to say. Man, you sucks. I might as well just pay up that Chelsea bet right now. <laughs> I'm not well, going to. I still have faith. It's one weekend. <laughs> Chelsea didn't look much better. Don't get me wrong. Chelsea didn't look much say, better. Yeah. Chelsea didn't look much better either. Um, I think they still need, like you said, they still need a striker up there. Um, defensively, Chelsea did look really well, good. Um, when Cucurelli came in in the second half, he really shored up that defense even more. So I think Chelsea's got it was a good, nice step forward for them. Um, how about uh, Liverpool with Fulham? Yeah, so that, was, that was uh, that was a little shocking on my heart because I didn't I didn't expect Liverpool to drop points first first run. No, crazy, especially to newly promoted Fulham, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, M- Mitrovic came in and. He heard Dave all the Van chirping. Of, horrible. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I don't know what happened there. Um, I'd like to call it an anomaly. Again, it's the first week. Yeah. We we can over we can overhype everything that's happened. I mean As Cliff I, said, I, the field the field was very dry to play on. Of course. You know, you, you know? can't play on a dry field. What <laughs> you are you can't doing? You can't play on a dry field in the middle of August, you know. Hey, it's listen, you, you know what they say, you can't plan a dry field regardless of the sport, you know? <laughs> it's it's tough. Basketball, soccer, women. Mm-hmm. Playing on a dry field just doesn't work. <laughs> nope. <not at> all. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna get uh canceled for this. Um but, but yeah, you know what? Liverpool as dropping points goes not great. Nunez looked good. Yeah, he did bring up spark in the second half. I, I, I think, think uh, I think Nunez looked good. It's and they're missing Jota. There was no Jota in the lineup either. Yeah. It's the, and honestly, it was Liverpool's defense that held them back. Because Mitrovic, yeah, he's a great player, but he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be making guys like Van Dyke and Trent Ale- Trent Alexander Arnold. Showed me glimpses of Kosi Thompson on some of the way he defended. <laughs> like it was just, it's not nothing against Kosi Thompson. It's just the lethargic play. It's just, buddy, you're a defenseman. Like, you no, got to tr- defend. Trent's defending was very yeah. suspect. Yeah. However. We all know that he is not the most polished defender. He's there because yeah. he's an absolute menace on the attack from that mm-hmm. position. Um, if only he could be a bit of a better defender, he'd be one of the world's best players. But I agree. Yeah, with that. His, his defending definitely has some um, s- some need to get better because mm-hmm. he is a bit of a liability at times on coming back. I, I don't mm-hmm. think he's an awful defender. I just don't think he's as good as he could be. Yeah, he... he he's got the skill to be better, but it's like, he doesn't, he'd rather be a midfielder almost. Yeah. And you know what though? It's still, they showed enough that I think they'll straighten it out and they're going to be fine in the yeah. long run. Uh, I was already, I don't want to say I was proven wrong. Cause I did say Holland's going to take some time to adjust to the EPL and one game. He's got two goals already. Granted one was a West penalty. One was a penalty kick. Let's, you know, it's, I'm not saying it's not, Yeah, No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. He should have had a hat trick. If we're being yeah. honest with each other, he, he had a few chances that, that he blew. Um, but he showed that he has what it takes us to see in the EPL. I'm not going to crown him the golden boot already. Just after these two goals, I do think it's going to be a process and I'd like to see, he might prove me wrong next week and put in a hat trick. Who knows? Right. Yeah. The way he's playing is very possible. 
Um, I just, I don't really see how he can keep this going in his first season. It's just, he's so dynamic. I, I just, it's crazy watching him play because he's so good with the ball. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's like nothing we've seen before coming from the German league over to the EPL. Yeah. He's very skilled. Like he's, like that second goal, De Bruyne saw it and he just blew by the West Ham player defenseman. Like he, they had no chance. And then the way he slotted the ball in, the goalie had great position, but Alan just put that perfectly into the corner. So it's like it's like something we've never seen before. And you know what? I I hope he succeeds. I really do. Same, I want to yeah. see. I want to see him play well. I, I'm still a little hesitant to crown him the Golden Boot winner right now. <laughs> so. So outside of Man U, what was your biggest, the biggest disappointment this weekend? Would you say? Biggest disappointment for me, I'd have to say it was Liverpool Fulham. I think yeah. Liverpool Fulham is not that great of a team. Yes, they did well last year championship, but the reality is Liverpool. If they want to compete with as a contender this year, they know they have to be almost near perfect to beat Man City, and yep. that was a big disappointment in my eyes. Yeah, uh, for me, the biggest disappointment was Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yeah. It's, you know what? I, I wish this team could play a top six team every weekend because when they play <laughs> top six teams, they show up, they play hard, they fight. But this past weekend, I just didn't see it. Uh, mm-hmm. It was an unfortunate game. But you know what? Moving forward, there's been rumors that Pedro Neto might be moving on to Arsenal. And they oh, yeah, just, huge. and then. Yeah. And then Wolves just brought in Gonzalo Guedge, so as a replacement. So I'm yeah. I'm assuming there's they're they're under the operation that Pedro's gone, Neto's gone, and that's why they brought Guedge in. If yeah. not, they're going to be a little bit stacked with the pork chops up front. So who knows how they're <laughs> going to rotate them? Yeah. But they were definitely my disappointment of the week. I don't know how they let that game go, but it is what it is, right? Yeah, they'll bounce back. Now, how about Spurs? Wow, that was a huge game on their part. Spurs going down early and then just dominating. I'm still not convinced Kulisevsky's a good player. I mean, he's been playing <laughs> well, but don't get me wrong. I just I'm not convinced he's a good player. I remember him at Juventus and just being so frustrated with the way he mm-hmm. plays. I don't think he's a good player, but he's surely proving me wrong right now with the way he's playing on Tottenham. And it's it's good for him, good for the team. I I you know what? They look strong, man. I don't it's, know. Like Pante, they look Pante, really Pante strong. Flying there, man. Conte is a good coach. We all know this, all right? We know Conte is a good coach. He's flaky. He doesn't stay in one place too long. But while he's there, he's a good coach. And yeah. with this Tottenham team, they have the talent. So I don't know. It's it's tough. It's tough for me to gauge them still. I'm still not a Harry Kane guy. I love Son. I think Son's amazing. But everyone else, I'm just, I don't know, man. Well, it's Chelsea Tottenham, I'm pretty sure, this weekend. So that'll be a big game. Uh, glimpse into who's a pretender and who's a contender. Can we grab a score prediction from you? Uh, let me make sure it's actually... Yes, it is. Okay, I'm going to say a 2-2 draw, to be honest with you. 2-2 draw. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go in the opposite direction. After watching last week, Chelsea's going to have a hard time scoring. They're not putting in a goal this weekend. Zero goals for Chelsea. Tottenham's going to oh. bang home three. It's going to be 3 nothing Tottenham. Hold on. Is it is it at Stamford Bridge? Um, it is at... Yes, Stamford Bridge. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm going to go down a little bit. one nothing Tottenham. Hmm. Tottenham's taking the win. Chelsea's just... I, I can't see them creating goals, man. Especially with Tottenham's got a decent back line. Like t- Chelsea's not going to have the capacity to break it down and put some in. Okay. Sterling, he, didn't look he, did, not play, he no. did not look too good. Like You guys are going to have a hard time creating chances. Unless you get another penalty kick like last weekend. I just don't see it happening. <laughs> 
we'll find out Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess we'll see. Um, we'll come back to talk next week on some EPL. I don't think we have anything more to look forward to. Nothing big other than the Tottenham-Chelsea games this week, right? There's no other no, massive matches, really. I don't think. No. Um, it's it's You know what? It was a great opening weekend. It gives us a lot to talk about. I think, you know, people were very excited. It was all over Twitter. People are just stoked that football's back, right? So, yeah. Oh, it's always nice. It's nice to have soccer back, football back all, all, the, all the time now, so... It is. So, you know, I it, it's good that it's back. And hopefully, hopefully this week, Man U doesn't absolutely blow it to Brentford. They're on the road. I don't have high hopes. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Brentford at <laughs> home is actually decent. <laughs> I, I know they are. So I, I'm not looking forward to it. I, I'll, I guess you could shirt me next week if they tie or, God forbid, lose again. But let's move on. That's the EPL wrap up. Now, you know, just like last week, we got a segment here where we call Top Bins trash bins mm-hmm. and the way this game is played is i'm gonna i got three topics here i'm gonna say top bins trash bins i'm gonna say the topic tony's gonna give me whether he thinks it's good and that's top bins or trash and that's going in the trash bin so mm-hmm. the first top bin trash bin of the week tony the mls all-star games that top bins or trash bins honestly it's trash bins like i i have no interest in watching it um to me all-star games are useless unless it's like how MLB used to do it when whoever wins gets home field advantage in the final. And in all honesty, that would be cool to have, say, between MLS and Liga MX, to have whoever wins it gets to host the Champions League final or the League or the Campeones Cup, whatever they have for the next season. But in reality, I think it's trash bins. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there. Uh, I think that must all-star game is an absolute joke. Who cares? It All it does is put your players that are playing that game at risk of an injury. Yeah. I think it's completely unnecessary, and I don't know who watches that shit. Because it's not me. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I think I've watched it once, and that was because it was in Toronto like back in like 2009. Yeah, I was there right. live for that game. So I watched that one. That's the only one I've ever watched. Yeah. Other than that, uh, it's a complete trash bins. I, I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Tony, top bins, trash bins. The new She-Hulk show from Marvel. I'm going to say top bins, but not for the reason you think. Personally, if you're going to have a Hulk show, I think you should might just use Hulk. But the reason why it's top bins on my eyes is because the cameos are reportedly going to be here. Because the Daredevil wearing the yellow suit looks unreal. The CGI of She-Hulk's horrible, but that Daredevil suit is going to make up for the whole show. Like, I'm excited just for that. All right, listen, I'm giving it top bins <laughs> as well, but opposite reason of you, because I know you've been secretly trashing this show and you just don't want to say it and get canceled on here and be labeled not a real Marvel fan. But I, this show I'm excited for. I think She-Hulk's a great character. I think it's going to be a great dynamic. She breaks the fourth wall like Deadpool. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be so much fun. I think this show has the a real chance to, to shine, especially in this TV show slot. You, like you said, you got Bruce Banner and Smart Hulk in it again. You got mm-hmm. Daredevil. There, there could be many more cameos that we don't know about coming. So I'm very excited for this show. I think it's going to be excellent. <laughs> and finally, and I think I, you're going to give this one a top bins. <laughs> I could be wrong. I think you, I know where this is going, but Tony top bins, trash bins, Napoli's New Jersey, the third Jersey, right? The, yeah. The one they played with over the weekend against yeah. Espanol. It's a little black with uh, some, it looks like almost waves at the bottom. It looks fantastic. Our Emporio Armani is just, I'm so happy they're doing these for Napoli because there's not much going on to make Napoli fans happy lately. So I'm happy at least we're going to, we may not be the best team on the field, we're going to be the best looking team on the field, that's for sure. 
you know what? I'm giving it trash bins. And <laughs> the reason why I'm giving it trash bins is because if I'm a Napoli fan, and let's say you see the newest jersey and it looks so nice. You go to the store, you spend your hard-earned money. They're like $160, $180. You buy that one. You get home so happy to wear it. You put it on, and then bam, they release another jersey, and it looks way nicer than the one you just bought, and now you're pissed <laughs> off. And while you're mad, you spill a little ketchup from your hamburger on your jersey, and now it's useless. You can't return it. So I just like – it's absolutely crazy how many jerseys these guys are releasing. They're, they're all nice. Don't get me wrong. But wow, that's a lot of jerseys. And if you're a dedicated fan that likes to collect every jersey, you're spending like a grand to $1,200 every year on all these jerseys. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. It's definitely a cash grab. But you know what? The one thing I'll give them is the jerseys do look nice. Mm -hmm. And and you know what, Tony? I think we need to move in now to a new new category, a a new segment of the Footy LG pod. And I like to call it Who Wore It Best? Now, the way this segment works is very simple. Tony, you're a man of many jerseys, right? Oh, yeah. And myself as well. We, we fancy ourselves a little bit of collectors of kits, if you call them. So during this segment, we want to know who wore it best. Each week, myself and Tony, we're going to wear new jerseys, and then we're going to post this segment to TikTok, and you can vote in the comments at TikTok who wore it best. Let us know. So if you're listening to this on Spotify, make sure you make your way over to our TikTok at FootyLG. Like us up, follow us, and vote who wore it best. Today, I'm wearing the Goats of Portugal. I got my FC Porto, the Dragon jersey, one of the nicest jerseys I have in my closet. I absolutely love it. New balance, good sponsor, great color. You can't beat it. Tony, what jersey you got on? So I got the Napoli home jersey from last year, the Emporio Armani one. Um, it's got Insignia on the back, and I just love how the colors flow, even with the red lette on the bottom. It just It's such a nice jersey, and honestly, probably the most comfortable jersey I've ever, had, ever bought. Well, so there you go, guys. Go to our TikTok, at FootyLG. We'll be posting this video up. Let us know who wore it best, me with the Porto jersey or Tony with the uh, Armani Napoli jersey. Fancy man. I got called out last week for not having an authentic jersey. By yeah. Salty Man U fan, so <laughs> I have to make sure that I show that. It's not just – sometimes you get the authentic ones too, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got to make this, – this one, these ones aren't no on my DH gate Chinese jerseys, are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we don't, we don't wear that shit. <laughs> Um, all right. So again, go vote at footy LG on TikTok. We'll be putting it up there. I think it's time. Now we get into this conspiracy theory. (laughs) (laughs) Some real X-Files shit, man. You sent me this today and I was absolutely blown, blown away. I looked into it and my goodness, it's crazy. So Tony, why don't you, why don't you talk a little bit about this conspiracy theory? So, obviously, I heard about this years ago when it first happened, and I actually forgot about it till today. And uh, sadly, uh, yesterday, um, Olivia Newton-John, uh, Sandy from Greece. Uh, Sandy, right? Yeah. Yeah, Sandy from Greece. Don't act away. like you didn't watch that movie 36 times, Tony, I did, okay? but I couldn't. Don't I was, act like you didn't reason, watch that movie. For some reason, I thought it was a different name for a second there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, man. So, anyway, um, yeah, sadly, she passed away. R.I.P. Um, I was looking through TikTok and I saw that uh, a certain somebody scored a goal yesterday, and that certain somebody is Aaron Ramsey, who plays with Nice in the French league, and he scored a goal to tie the game up one-one, I believe. And if you don't know this, in the last I'd say eight years or so of Aaron Ramsey's career, Go- goes back to two thousand nine. Two thousand nine, oh, even more. Oh, yeah, okay. 
So no, okay, yeah. Um, every time he scores, uh, celebrity passes away. And I believe yeah. one of the first ones was uh, Gaddafi when he passed away. So he got killed. Sorry. I actually have a list pulled up. <laughs> yeah. So this is crazy. So don't get. So listen, Aaron Ramsey, this goal curse both affects good celebrities and bad celebrities. So some yes. W's, some W's in that list when he scores, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's unfortunately some L's too. So what I'm, yeah. I'm going to go through the list. So again, this is the Aaron Ramsey curse. <laughs> when he scores, a celebrity dies. So let me start you off with the first really big name. Uh, May 1st, 2011, Aaron Ramsey scores against Manchester United. The very next day, they got Bin Laden. So, oh, so, I didn't know that. I actually didn't know the Bin Laden one. They got Bin Laden, and then October 19th, he scores against Marseille, and that's when they got Muammar Gaddafi. The next oh. day, he dies, which is crazy. And then now we got February 10th, he scored against Sunderland. The very next day, unfortunately, Whitney Houston passed away. Shit. So, And then November 29th of 2013, he scores a goal against Cardiff. That same day is the day that Paul Walker passed away. It's, dude, and it keeps going. Like August, 10th, <laughs> I knew there was a lot. Yeah. August tenth, two thousand fourteen, he scores against Manchester City. The next day, Robin Williams died. <laughs> January tenth. So this is, he had a bad week in two thousand sixteen. He scores January 9th and January thirteenth. On January tenth, David Bowie died. On January fourteenth, Alan Rickman died. Dude, like you can't make this this up. This is insane. He also killed a James Bond guy. Roger Moore died two days after he scored against Everton, May 23rd, 2017. Like, I, I don't even know what's happening, man. And like you said, unfortunately, it strikes again. Don't get me wrong. There is much more that I'm not saying. I'm just kind of giving my highlights yeah. of celebrities that are on there. There's, yeah. there's more like Burt Reynolds, Ted Kennedy, Ken Dodd. Like, there's tons more on this list. These are just the ones I'm giving you. And unfortunately, like you said, uh, this past when he scored unfortunately the newton john passed away very sad but for the love of god for all these celebrities aaron ramsey needs to never score again yeah i think we're getting close to might be famous enough that we gotta watch out too okay relax <laughs> wow tony over here pumping his wheels up thinking he's big enough to get affected by the aaron ramsey goal curse <laughs> i'll be solo but you know the show must go on as they always say <laughs> all right so let's get into syria yep. kickoff weekend tony give us a little rundown so yeah it's a kickoff this weekend in syria it's been a long it's gonna be it's been a long wait for this honestly i was it's long because i was disappointed last year i was not able to watch syria on normal tv but i caved in and i got fubu and Football. now i am back on watching all these games i just got tired of streaming <laughs> No, but, no, dude, uh, you know what? Fubo's unreal. It's fantastic. Yeah, and if you're looking for your, anyone to sponsor, come, yeah. sponsor Footy LG, you know, Fubo, come on, man. What's going on? <laughs> I was actually impressed for how good the, the platform was. But, um, in all honesty, this is actually going to be an exciting season because I think, in all honesty, there is four title contenders in the Serie A this year uh, compared to last year. It was really, it should have been Napoli's easy win, but they fell through. And, it kills me to say this, but after losing Koulibaly, Insigne, Dries Mertens, and now Fabian Ruiz as well, Napoli is not one of the four contenders I'm considering. So who are the four contenders you're considering for the Serie A this year? So I'm going to do them in a line of who I think will be top four, fourth to first. Um, fourth place is going to be Juventus again. I think Juve is going to do good. I think they're just going to fall short. Um, third is going to be Inter. 
Uh, I don't think Inter. I don't. Simone Inzaghi, he's not the best coach. I don't think he can win with this team, even though they're, they're, they are very good. Uh, number two, but it's going to be very close, and it kills me to not pick them to win because it's going to be such a fun story. But it's going to be Roma. Roma is going to okay. push. Roma is going to push AC Milan right to the end. AC Milan, in my eyes, is still the best team in Italy right now. But Roma, with the signings they have, with DiBala, with Gigi Wijnaldum coming in, if they can keep Zaniolo and Tammy Abraham playing like they are, Roma's going to do really good. Uh, and if they can also, if they can sign Belotti from Torino, I don't know, like Jose Mourinho with those types of strikers, where just a strictly number nine guy that just puts the ball in the net, they do unreal. And yeah, you add he, Belotti, he's the chosen one for a reason. He's a special yeah. one. I think he's got uh, Mourinho's got something special going on at Roma, and I think Roma they're going to be really close to the top. They're going to be fighting right to the end. I'll be shocked if they're not top three this year. I hope you're right. I'd love to see Roma succeed. Uh, like you said, Jose Mourinho's there coaching. I love that. They made some great moves by getting Wijnaldum in there, Dybala. Um, I think you got Juventus too low at four. I think they could be fighting for top three, top two with some of the ad- additions they made. They brought Pogba back, mm-hmm. who healthy, I think, is a fantastic player. Di Maria. They made some good moves. I think they can fight. Another year of Vlahovic being older, who's just going to mm-hmm. keep getting better and better. I think AC Milan does win again as well. They got last year's MVP and probably the greatest player in the Serie A currently in Rafa Liao. <laughs> Come on, who's better than Liao? Sandro Tonali. Buddy, you're high. <laughs> Liao is the best player in the Serie A. And you know why? Because he's, he's Portuguese. <laughs> All right? He's Don't get me wrong. He's one of the main reasons why they won last year. But He was MVP of the league last year. Yeah. But he's the reason be, they won. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I hope I'm wrong about Napoli. I hope they can squeeze in. But I think with the players they lost now playing in Champions League as well, it's going to be very hard for them to compete with those four. Yeah, I'd, honestly, I don't see Napoli competing with those four at all. I think it might even be hard for them to get that fifth spot too. You know, it's no, it, I it's, think it's always I tough. Think they, can, they can get secured. It's possible. I don't know though. There's a big drop after Napoli with the rest of the league in my eyes. Yeah, how's like, Atalanta looking this year? Well, they have a lot of uh, they've had a couple players test for steroids, positive for steroids. So of course they're gonna be in uh, they're gonna be in some uh, difficulty starting the season. So yeah, all right, all right. Well, I, I hope you're right and that Napoli can grab that fifth spot. Would hate to see them drop down the table because that'd just be a tough season for you. Mm-hmm. But again, I got AC Milan up top and. I will not be watching this weekend when Syria kicks off because I really don't care. <laughs> I'll be watching them in Champions League, but my weekends are reserved for EPL, MLS, and until it gets cold here in Canada, lots and lots of golf. <laughs> what 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 game is kicking off this weekend that you'll be watching, Tony? Outside of the Napoli game, of course. Um, well, Milan Udinese. Lecce versus Inter, Lazio and Bologna, or, you know, the Juventus-Sassuolo game because Sassuolo always ties Juve. The Napoli one on Monday at 12.30. Man, what an awful time, though. Who puts a game yeah, on on Monday it's gonna be at 12.30? It's going to be tough to get to watch that, but... Oh, yeah, no, awful. Uh, it's usually the first week of Serie A. It's not really very high-key, marquee matchups. So yeah. It's kind of just seeing how it goes. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Actually, I will say this, as I just saw the schedule. Don't be surprised if Monza finished top uh, top half of the table. 
Yeah, the, yeah, Monza's making some noise. They've been trying to purchase everyone left, right, and center who's been mm-hmm. connected to Monza. Yeah, I think they'll be uh, – it won't just be a flash of the fans here. I think they'll be here for a while. Well, we shall see. We don't have to wait too long to see how it goes. Kickoff, like we said, is this weekend. Um, Tony, that's episode two in the books. We have talked everything from TFC to England to Italy – to Aaron Ramsey killing celebrities by scoring goals. <laughs> I can't believe we had, we went like five minutes into that. That's nuts. I can't believe that's actually a thing. Still blows yeah. my mind, but that's it for week two of the footy LG pod guys. Don't forget, go follow us on Instagram. Go follow us on TikTok at footy LG, like us, follow us. And don't forget to vote on who wore it best. Mm-hmm. Me, of course. I know Tony likes to think he's got the nicer jerseys, but we're about to show him up with this one. Nah, I don't think so. Oh, I get it. Your jerseys are it's hard to compete, man. Your jersey's an Armani, right? Oh, look at you. You got Armani. <laughs> You're a rich bitch. I get it. But all right, that's it for, for us this week. For on behalf of Tony and myself, thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll be back next Thursday.